Conquering Your Pain provides general medical information. Since everyone's situation is unique, you should consult your own physician before taking any action related to your personal health. All content of this program is intended for general informational purposes only. Conquering Your Pain is sponsored in part by Boston Scientific, providing personalized therapy with proven results. Good morning, and welcome to Conquering Your Pain with Dr. Dan Nelson from ProOrtho in Kirkland, Washington. For over 30 years, Dr. Nelson has helped thousands of patients dramatically reduce or even eliminate their chronic pain using interventional pain and regenerative medicine techniques, including stem cell therapy. Conquering Your Pain is live call-in radio. So get ready to call in with your questions because Dr. Nelson may very well be able to help you too. Now, here's your host of Conquering Your Pain, Dr. Dan Nelson, along with his co-host, Jerry Burr. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to another live edition as we continue live programming here on KTTH on a Saturday morning. This is Conquering Your Pain with Dr. Dan Nelson, and if you have chronic pain or you know of someone who is and causing long-term disabilities, well, if that sounds like you or someone you love, then give us a call or have them tune in to AM770 KTTH right now and call in and get a second opinion, first opinion, whatever. If they've given up on doctors and given up on getting rid of that chronic pain, maybe they're on uh, some pretty bad medications you want to see them get off of, uh, give them a call. Give doctor a call at 1-800-465-8770, 1-800-465-8770. And good morning to you. Dr. Dan? Good morning, Jerry. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Uh, you're, tell, you're checking in uh, by remote control today and uh, from an right. as- asteroid on a faraway planet, uh, <laughs> near a faraway planet. Yeah. But no, you're, uh, like you said you're under the weather a little bit, but you still wanted, a little to, bit. wanted to do the show yeah. live today, and we, we all appreciate uh, you taking the time to do that. Ab- absolutely. And I, uh, you know, Extra cup of coffee and some echinacea, and I'm feeling pretty good right now, yep. so and, uh, uh, I'm ready ready to do the show. Dr. Berg says that right after the show, I want you to take two aspirin and go to bed. Call me, call me <laughs> okay, in the morning. Very, call me in the call morning. You in the morning. Better very, call early at St. Patrick's good. Day. I don't know how I'll be functioning later on. Right. Yeah, yeah. Right. your your advice might may go downhill later in the day. Yeah, that, that <laughs> might work okay. <laughs> Unlike you, uh, but anyway, the lines are open, folks, to call. So if you have somebody suffering from chronic pain, you are too. Maybe the doctor says, uh, you know, that's bone on bone. We're going to have to chop off that knee there and put you a new one uh, again, or shoulder shoulder surgery, any of these kind of things. And we're going to talk about shoulder surgery too in just a moment here. But uh, you need to call the program and get another opinion. Uh, and I mentioned before. Uh, people who have uh, gone through multiple surgeries uh, to fix something, they still have pain. Doctor says, well, we've done everything right. There's nothing on the x-rays that shows anything's wrong. Uh, don't know why you still hurt. Uh, those are the people that doctor sees all the time uh, who have, it's the, the person of last, unfortunately. And so you need to try and, uh, and make a call in here and get some help with that. And uh, as many of our listeners have already done, and that's why this program has such a great listening audience. So join in the conversation, 1-800-465-8770. Uh, doctor works at ProOrtho in Kirkland, Washington. Uh, his web address, his personal web address, is conqueringyourpain.com. You might want to check him out there if you're new to the program. Well, Dr. Nelson, uh, you sent me a couple of articles over the last, uh, well, just uh, one last night. And this one came in uh, last week. And, of course, we weren't here. We were preempted. 
but it's about shoulder replacement. Side effects are far worse than we thought. Remember that one? Oh yeah, yeah. No, it's uh, it was a uh, a little bit of a wake up call. Well, we we already kind of knew this. The the uh, and we've talked about that previously on the show. There, were, for example, rotator cuff repair surgery. Uh, about forty percent of those fail. Um, yeah, and that that just that's just one one shoulder surgery. It doesn't uh, get into all the others. So um, the article is fascinating. It talks about you know what goes wrong with shoulder surgery. Um, fascinating in the in the aspect that stem cells in the shoulder joint apparently don't behave as much uh, as we'd like them to to repair. In fact, they have a predilection to turn into fat cells, which is what you don't want. Fat fat has a very poor uh, mechanical strength, as you know. Yeah. And, uh, so it's, it's fascinating to me, and it kind of confirms, you know, clinically what we see uh, uh, where patients undergo, you know, whether it's rotator cuff repair or other, you know, labral tear in the shoulder, um, a lot of those, uh, a lot of those situations don't provide satisfaction. Um, we always attribute that to poor blood supply, but <clears throat> and the the problem may actually run a little deeper. Now, why would the stem cells in the shoulder be different than the knee or the hip joint or the spine? You know, that's open to speculation, but yeah. it is fascinating that, uh, um, you know, this article came out and kind of confirms what we, in, in the clinical world, are, we're already suspecting. So I have a question for you about, the, you know, just shoulder tears in general, that that the doctor says, well, you know, don't, it, you might need surgery sometime down the road, but you don't, you don't need it now, don't want to do it now. Uh, is, is that kind of an right. injury, is that something that, that you could help? Without surgery? Sure, absolutely. No, um, and the problem with, for example, we're talking about rotator cuff tears, and those are the tendons that go around the shoulder to kind of hold the shoulder in place. Uh, Mm -hmm. Shoulders are a remarkable joint. There's so many degrees of motion in the shoulder, but it comes kind of at a price of uh, being subject to things like the the tears in the rotator cuff, which, uh, and they can be kind of insidious, and patients may not be even aware of a a rotator cuff issue until it's too late. So I think what's going to be fascinating in the future, are we going to start diagnosing these rotator cuff tears early on and maybe treat them uh, proactively instead of just you know, after the fact, after the after the horse is out of the barn, so to speak, and the tear is already there, you're already up against a, a tough situation. So, yeah. this is you know where stem cell would be an obvious, uh, minimally invasive intervention to maybe shore up the rotator cuff itself and and uh, you know put off the need for shoulder surgery indefinitely, at least for the rotator cuff repair. So, I think it's fascinating. It's you know. In five years, I think it's going to, you know, stem cell treatment is going to change the face of medicine. I've said that before, and I stand by it. Um, there's so many different areas where this, uh, the, the, the stem cell therapy is going to make a huge impact. So we're just starting, we're just kind of on the forefront now, So, but it's a, definitely an exciting area. Yeah. Okay, well, that's something to uh, think about and uh, a question to be answered. Maybe we can get some answers right now from you directly uh, with a potential patient. Uh, Ron in Olympia has called in. Uh, lines are open, by the way, at 1-800-465-8770. And Ron has a question about this very subject. Good morning, Ron. Good morning. Hello, doctor. I've got a pain that's appeared in my... What? Can you hear me Okay. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, good. 
I've got a pain in my left shoulder that paired all of a sudden. Uh, one strange thing about it, it kind of is moving. Sometimes I feel it in the joint right there and the shoulder. Sometimes it's like behind my muscles on the outside. Sometimes it's in the front. Uh, but it doesn't go as far as uh, the joint there where your arms fold up. It doesn't go quite that far down. Mm-hmm. The only thing that I can think of that might have uh, precipitated it is that when I would sleep at night, you know, my wife would sleep on my arm, and we would stay that way until my arm started hurting too much. But right. uh, it would always go away and not come back uh, for mm. about the last month. Now, that was hurting too much, and I said it would I can't have you laying on my shoulder anymore because that pain is just not going away. And then a few weeks sure. ago, I tried to swim like I usually do. I swim every day. And it was just so painful. I could not do that rotation with my arm trying to swim. Mm. So right. I'm wondering how come this pain all of a sudden appeared? Is it going to last for the rest of my life? Is there anything I can do about that? I find when I rub it a little bit, it relieves it somewhat, but not too much. Right, right. No, it sounds like a great question. So uh, have you had any kind of treatment so far, Ron, or it's just kind of it's cropped up recently, it sounds like, and probably haven't had any treatment? No, the only thing I've done is after the swimming, it was just hurting too much. I just didn't do anything with it. I thought, well, I can't leave it limp forever. Then it'll probably atrophy. And so then I tried rubbing it with my hand. My wife loves Mm -hmm. massages, so I thought, well, I try that. And it provided a little bit of short time relief for a few minutes. Sometimes I don't feel the pain there. Sometimes it comes back. And I'm noticing now when I'm exercising, I'm trying to lift weights a little bit to try to make my mm-hmm. muscles stronger and when I <clears throat> do an exercise so I push up <clears throat> and then I bring the weight down when I'm at that last <clears throat> couple of inches of letting the weight down then it hurts the most <clears throat> right what about overhead movements Rana just like if you were to reach overhead is that particularly painful for you well, not necessarily. If I move okay. slowly, it won't hurt. If I move faster, I feel a little bit more pain. Okay. If I would con- right. uh, continually keep moving up and down, then it would feel a little bit more pain. Right. So right now I think what would be in what we call the differential diagnosis. So that differential diagnosis just means the the usual suspects in this situation. And of course, over the phone, it's always a little a little more difficult. And you know, in person, we uh, exam- have the luxury of examining you and and doing certain movements that would be kind of give us better clues. And of course, uh, getting uh, X-rays or and, and especially in the shoulder, an MRI can be u- very useful. I would suspect that probably a rotator cuff injury. <laughs> either what we call tendinosis of the rotator cuff or even a partial tear at this point. It sounds like you're having you're not really limited in range of motion at this point, is that correct? 
No, I can move, like I said, the slower the less pain. If I just try to right. move quickly, if I try to push a lot of weight, or if I try to do it repeatedly, well, especially in the swimming, that was the most painful thing. Sure. Other than that, sure. if it's just sitting there, yeah. uh, you know, like a, I'm in a bed, I might not feel it, but sometimes I will feel it. And I go, oh, that's really starting to hurt, so I'll try to rub it a little bit. Right. Yeah. Now, you know, I, I would have to say rot- some sort of rotator cuff situation, either inflammation of the rotator cuff or what we call tendinosis uh, or tendinitis is the old, older term. Um, and that's easily pretty easily diagnosed in the clinic. Usually I'll do, when I see a patient with a shoulder issue, I'll do a bedside ultrasound. I'll do the exam first, but then I'll do it a bedside ultrasound. You know, looking things for like impingement syndrome where the where the uh, the acromion, which it's kind of hard to describe over the radio, but the acromion is a piece of the shoulder that's kind of like the roof of the shoulder, uh, formed by the clavicle and part of near uh, where the shoulder blade meets the clavicle, and that can impinge on the uh, rotator cuff motion, and we can kind of see that uh, on ultrasound using uh, what we call a dynamic ultrasound study. Um, so, uh, bottom line is. Uh, I think rotator cuff issues would probably be at the top of the list. You could also have a labral tear, which is the labral, uh, the labrum, which is kind of like the uh, in the socket of the shoulder called the uh, the glenohumeral or or the glenoid fossa. That's kind of like the gasket, a little little uh, cartilage gasket. And you can you may have a it's, it's possible that you could have a labral tear there as well, or some other ligamentous thing. So. Um, uh, most likely, we would do an ultrasound. Highly likely that you'd need an MRI, though. Uh, but first things first, physical therapy. I mean, we would, you know, treat you conservatively with physical therapy and see if things get better. We have, you know, very good physical therapists in the area. And I'm sorry, where you live? Where, Ron? Where do you live? I live down south, um, yeah. in Grace Harbor County. Oh, Grace Harbor, sure. Uh, I would be shocked if there weren't great physical therapists down in, in Grace Harbor. I mean, but we've um, so we uh, we would probably the first thing we'd recommend is some physical therapy, a course of physical therapy, and see how you do with that. And uh, if it continues to be a problem, then it's time to take a closer look uh, and. Uh, up to the point of doing an exam, ultrasound, and maybe even an MRI, and then uh, proceed accordingly. But, uh, yeah, stem cell therapy is, uh, you know, I'll just throw that in, great option for rotator cuff tears in lieu of surgery. Of course, uh, you know, we'd have to make a, you know, it has to be a reasonable option. You know, if it, if I, and I, I'm pretty frank. If I tell patients, look, I don't think stem cell therapy is appropriate, I'm, I'm going to tell you. But uh, if you're looking to avoid surgery, and a lot of patients are, that's uh, that's definitely an option. Sometimes even a PRP, platelet-rich plasma injection, can be helpful, and that's uh, that's fairly reasonable from a cost effect cost standpoint. So, um, but really having a uh, you know kind of shooting from the hip uh, without knowing uh, more specifics from the ultrasound or MRI that presumably we would we would get at some point if the if the pain persisted. Uh, Beyond what the physical therapist could uh, could fix, does that make sense? A uh, somebody who does the physical therapy might know enough that it could just go to them, and with whatever knowledge they have, try that, and it works. And if it doesn't, then oh, see yeah. somebody like you 
or is it better to see somebody like you first to do more of the laboratory testing? And yeah, uh, then that might be a better route to go than going to the thera- physical therapist. Yep. Yeah, right. Yeah, the, I think uh, Doctor Mixon sorry, would say yeah, diagnose the program problem uh, before you try and fix it. So you're right. Right. Um, and the only the only reason I'd say maybe just get a physical therapy. Now, you might have to go. I'm not sure. I think you might have to get a prescription for physical therapy from, from your doctor. I think that's how it works with most insurance companies these days. But uh, because your problem is it sounds like you're not really limited with range of motion, this may be one where we just say, you know, let's try the physical therapy first and, um, and just give that a course of treatment. And then I think it could go either way, to be honest. I mean, I always operate on the... The assumption that more information is better, and obviously it would be better if you came in, <laughs> made the trek up here from Grays Harbor, and and we saw you and took took a look in person. But um, you certainly, I certainly wouldn't fault you for saying, "Hey, look, let's try the physical therapy first sure. and, and give that you know six or eight weeks, and then go from there." So, and Ron, if you want to jot down the doctor's office number, you can do that right now before we go to another call. It is four two five eight two three four thousand. Four two five eight two three four thousand. You can always check him out at conqueringyourpain all one word dot com. Conqueringyourpain.com. Um, we're going to go take a break right now. Come back to Stan on Mercer Island. I have one quick question on that uh, that tear you talked about, Doctor. Uh, with him, uh-huh. it was what was the uh, what was the term Minera or something like that? What, what was what was it called? What kind of a tendon was it? Oh. Uh... Well, the ten, uh, the labral tear. Or? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, labral, labral. Yeah, yeah. labral, labral. Comes from. Is that something that labrum? Uh, the, come from the Latin meaning lip, so it's a, the lip around the the, the socket there. And that's something of, so. that might be helped with stem cells, or something like that. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. Thanks for letting us. Yes. Okay, we're going to come right back. The lines are open at one eight hundred four six five eight seven seventy. Stands coming up next, and then your call too. We'll be right back. Are you struggling with ongoing pain that just won't go away? Then now is the time to call and talk with Dr. Dan Nelson. The lines are open at 1-800-465-8770. That's 1-800-465-8770. When considering stem cell therapy, it only makes sense to consider the only doctor with over 30 years of legitimate experience in pain management that deals with stem cell therapy. And that's Dr. Dan Nelson with ProOrtho. Listen to what a satisfied patient had to say. I did have the stem cell procedure done on both my knees with Dr. Nelson about four and a half months ago. Uh, The results have been amazing, to be quite honest. For people that haven't experienced it, it's relatively easy. You walk in, you walk out. I had both my knees done, and I walked right out after I was done. The level of pain reduction is what I noticed. That not only do I have more flexibility and range of motion, for me it worked wonderfully. I, I wholeheartedly would tell anyone that if they're having a problem, it was wonderful the way it changed my knees. It's a game changer. It is, it is life-changing. You should consider stem cell therapy, but call someone with experience. Dr. Dan Nelson with ProOrtho in Kirkland, 425-823-4000, 425-823-4000. 
This is Conquering Your Pain, sponsored in part by Boston Scientific, offering spinal cord stimulation therapy. More than 90 million people in the U.S. are affected by chronic, persistent, or recurring pain. Have you heard about stem cell PRP injections for knee, hip, shoulder, and back pain? Get your questions answered at 1-800-465-8770. That's 1-800-465-8770. And we are back. I'm Jerry Berg along with Dr. Dan Nelson from Pro Ortho in Kirkland, uh, practicing uh, pain medicine for over 30 years. And uh, he is a uh, an anesthesiologist and uh, really good with the needles and <laughs> not so much with the scalpel, right? Well, o- only when it's necessary, right? Yeah, you avoid that because you don't, absolutely well. That's don't don't like to do uh, that when it's uh, not absolutely necessary, which is right. Really right. There's thing. some uh, some procedure to be to be. Uh, Clear. I do some procedures that involve an actual surgery yeah. incision, but the vast majority. You're absolutely right, Jerry. Is um, less invasive, and like we referred to the last caller, you know, we don't jump into starting poking needles in people if they haven't had at least a, some conservative care first, and that's just that's just common sense. You and most people recognize the fact, and you know, and and medicine, it's a truism that you start with. Very conservative, non-invasive things before you move on to more uh, invasive or aggressive treatments. So physical therapy um, is usually what we do. If somebody comes in with a problem with uh, with me, whether it's back pain, shoulder, or whatever, and and they really haven't tried any physical therapy or any of the hands-on stuff, you know, whether it's massage or chiropractic. Um, I'm like, well, you know what? Uh, really, let's let's try this first before we talk about. You know, poking you know poking a needle in you or yeah. you know stem cell or whatever. Uh, it just makes you know that's just the way it should be done. That's the right way to do it. That's you know we're not we're not uh, you know we're not the the fly by night clinic that's going to tell you that stem cell is going to work for everything under the sun, including autism or uh, whatever you know all these outrageous claims. This is science-based medicine that we're doing. And continuum of care using non-invasive conservative treatment before moving on. That's just the way it should be done. Yeah. And that's the way we do it. And when it comes to stem cell therapy, you are using real stem cells out of the person's own body, uh, not something that's off right. the shelf uh, and uh, has virtually no hope of helping at all unless it's psychosomatic. Okay. Right. Hey, uh, let's grab another call, and uh, this is on a topic uh, that uh, I think is right up our alley because we have a guest coming in next week, Uh, but Stan in Mercer Island is waiting for us right here over on line two. Stan, welcome to the program. Thanks for taking my call. You bet. So uh, my question is, a while back you were mentioning about a device that would help stimulate nerves. So I've had uh, back surgeries and uh, multiple things, but I have a nerve damage in my back that causes my foot not to work properly. Right. Okay. And I thought there was a device that you guys were talking about that might help send the signal down there and get the nerves going again or strengthen the nerves signals. Right. How, how, Stan, how long ago was your back surgery? Oh, I had two of them. They were from a neurosurgeon, and mm-hmm. uh, 
it's a long story, but I'll try to make it short. It's been about five, four or five years since I had the last one. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, so right now, are you, is it more just uh, the nerves not working right, uh, not sending the right signals to the muscles? How much, but not, are you having much pain, or is it yeah, mostly just, just the nerves? Well, a few years ago, I had I had some nerve testing done, and the guy said that my nerve signals were dead. And then after I had the back surgery, the nerves came back for a little while. And mm, so right. I have kind of a drop foot and stuff like that. And so it's not really sure. a pain issue. It's more of just a try to bring the signal back. Right. But, you know, I can so, walk, but not for long right. periods of time. Sure. And you have the drop foot, meaning you're, you're having trouble uh, flexing your foot upwards as you walk, correct? Yeah. I mean, the, the the foot tends to drag, so and that's a fairly kind yeah. of drop foot. Usually, that's that uh, indicates damage to the what we call the L4 nerve root. Um, you know, fairly common. Uh, oh, I shouldn't say common, but it's a it's 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 not uncommon. Let's put it that way. So, and sure. have you tried? Uh, and you've been through like physical therapy, presumably, and those those kinds of things. Oh yeah, I've done all that stuff, and uh, right. Yeah. It, it's just, uh, but there's, I heard about some new medical device that's supposed to uh, stimulate the nerve signal going through my back. So right. I'm kind of hoping we right. could do something like that. Sure. No, absolutely. And I, I was, I was, I was going to get there. I was just trying to set the table a little bit. Um, so what, so this program, we talk about spinal cord stimulation, and I presumably that might have been what you heard about. So spinal cord stimulation, yeah. the most common indication in this in the in this country, the U.S., is uh, back pain or leg pain after surgery, uh, where there's nerve damage. So we and but there's pain associated with that. We call that neuropathic pain. That's different than pain you would have. Uh, no susceptive pain is like when you get a burn or a cut or something. Neuropathic pain is different, and uh, neuropathic pain is ner- damage to the nerve itself. Now, it's and uh, understood. I understand that your pain pain is not a big. It doesn't sound like it's a feature of your situation. It's it's more the nerve is not working right. Um, so yeah, I've interestingly kind of blocked the pain out for years. Right. Yeah. So so interestingly enough, even though spinal cord stimulation is designed for pain control based on something called the gate theory of pain, which these scientists came up with in the 1960s, and then it blossomed to this whole uh, industry of neuromodulation and this technology to relieve pain. What, there's, a, there's a number of studies that show that when you relieve pain or you stimulate the spinal cord, that you actually improve motor function. So we call that motor function, the two, you know, the two big... Uh, the, the big dividing line with nerves is you have sensory nerves and then you have motor nerves. Motor nerves go to the muscle, and they, you know, when you th- want to walk, you your motor nerves, you know, you get a signal from the brain, and you, and it, and that goes down to the muscles. So there is evidence actually that motor function will actually improve with spinal cord stimulation in a lot of in a, in a number of cases. Now uh, this is not like. This, we typically wouldn't recommend, okay, you've got a drop foot, let's do a trial of spinal cord stimulation. However, you know, it might be even worth a trial where um, when, I'm, when I say a trial, it's we put a temporary uh, lead, that's an electrode, into the epidural space of the spine, 
and we have the patients try it out for a week. It's kind of like doing an, like an epidural injection, like an epidural steroid injection, but we place an electric uh, electric lead that looks like a looks like a wire, and we do that under X-ray, very controlled situation, and then we suture that to the skin, and then we send patients home, and we have them try that out for you know usually about five to ten days. So, in your case, Ron, uh, Stan, sorry, it, it might be worth. Uh, you know, that might be worth considering. Let me ask you one more question. Have you had any, like, uh, cortisol injections around that nerve since surgery, or probably not, I would imagine? No, not really. You know, my back's been bad for a long time, and I've had epidural right. for pain and all sorts of stuff, and then uh, right. the pain went away just because yeah. I got used to it. <laughs> Sure, yeah. You know, uh, what we'd have to do, and, I, you know, again, we'd have to back up a little bit and say, okay, what's the, uh, you know, what's the latest MRI show, and do you have some stenosis, meaning narrowing of the nerve or narrowing of the canal where the nerve comes out, and that's, uh, we'd have to, so if a nerve's not working right, it's usually because the nerve is inflamed or it has scar tissue around it or it's being compressed. I mean, those are the th- three general things that would interfere with nerve function in this situation. So really the, the, uh, the MRI would be really important. I don't, know, I, I don't know if you've had an MRI since your last surgery. That would be fairly, fairly important to get the MRI. And also, have you had something called a nerve conduction test? Is that, does that sound familiar? Yeah, I, did the, I have the nerve conduction test a long time ago, and the guy said my nerves okay. were shot. And then after, ah, and they came it. back after the surgeries. Oh, they got they came back, but then then they kind of deteriorated. Yeah. The function went downhill again. Yeah. Sounds like so. Yeah, and this is not an okay. uncommon situation. So um, I think you know all things being equal, we'd have to really do an assessment. And say okay, what's going on? Uh, you know, if you were a new patient in our office, we'd be taking x-rays of your spine, probably getting an MRI, and, you know, in addition to doing an exam, just, you know, start from fresh and see, okay, what's, why is this nerve not working right? And, and scar tissue may be a problem. Uh, that's, you know, that's unfortunately one of the risks of having back surgery is you know, scar tissue forming around the nerves. Um, and you can't go, you know, if the problem is you, once you've got scar tissue, you can't go in and if you go and try to cut away the scar tissue around the nerves, you know, all you do is make more scar tissue. So it's a, it's, it is a dilemma. But in spite of that, sometimes we can still some, find some uh, options for people like yourself. Spinal cord stimulation may be an option, um, but uh, there may be also some other, you know, less invasive options as well. Okay, well, thanks for the information. I appreciate it. Okay. Good call. Thank you for calling Yeah, keep listening to the program. We give out the phone number every once in a while to call the office. You can check out also conqueringyourpain.com. But the phone for Dr. Nelson to make an appointment is 425-823-4000. That's 425-823-4000. And, uh, Doctor, we'll take a break in just a second, but let's talk about an upcoming guest that we have coming our way next week. And uh, this is somebody who's going to be talking about, I think, spinal cord, uh, spinal, spinal cord stimulation. Is that right? 
Well, uh, yeah, actually, uh, it's deep brain stimulation, which is a little different. So Dr. Andrew Coe from the University of Washington mm-hmm. uh, is coming to talk about, uh, and Boston Scientific has graciously uh, sponsored his uh, appearance here on the show. Uh, but he's got, So he does deep brain stimulation. It's very, uh, very similar to spinal cord stimulation, which I do, but uh, I don't do deep brain stimulation. That's totally in the court of the neurosurgery uh, folks. Yeah. So um, it's a fascinating area, and there are some over overlaps with the uh, with the pain world that that I work in. And he, Dr. Coe, is uh, on. He's a faculty uh, doctor at the University of Washington. Uh, I've had the uh, wonderful opportunity of having dinner with him and talking at length about what he does. And uh, there is a lot of overlap, and actually with uh, deep brain stimulation, typically done for movement disorders or Parkinson's type uh, situations. But we're gonna we're gonna have a great conversation with him because I, I want to talk to him about stem cell for neurodegenerative disorders because I think uh, that's just a fascinating topic. Uh, I don't know where that conversation will lead to uh, because it's totally um, you know it's totally just laboratory science and a few studies out there at this point. But uh, I'm just hoping folks will tune in next Saturday to hear uh, hear us talk with Dr. Andrew Coe because I think it's going to be a great great conversation. And if you have any questions. You can call in, too, just like usual, so be sure and listen into that uh, coming up next week. Well, let's take a, a break, DJ, and we'll go to a break right now, come back to the lines are op- open for calls, so you'll be first up to call in right now at 1-800-465-8770, 1-800-465-8770. And if we don't have a call right away, we're going to have an uh, over-the-air appointment for Jerry Berg, uh, with Dr. Nelson. We're going to talk a little bit about the treatment that he gave me uh, about three weeks ago now and uh, what's been going on with that uh, as I continue to leap tall buildings with a single bound. We'll be right back. <laughs> Are you at the end of your rope with chronic, persistent, or recurring pain? Call now to talk with Dr. Dan Nelson at 1-800-465-8770. At ProOrtho, Dr. Nelson is committed to a compassionate approach towards alleviating pain, restoring health, and improving your quality of life. The lines are open for your call at 800-465-8770. We're happy to have Boston Scientific as a sponsor here on Conquering Your Pain. Boston Scientific, providing personalized therapy with proven results. Discover one possible path to your chronic pain relief. Listen to Gene, a pro-ortho patient, tell his story. About eight, nine years ago, I started having back pain. Ended up having a fusion on L3, L4. That moved to L4, 5 about four years later. As time went on, it got worse and worse to the point where I basically bedridden. And then my surgeon's PA said, well, why don't you go and talk to Dr. Dan? And we decided to try to do a trial basis on the nerve stimulator. The trial stimulation from Boston Scientific basically determined how well it's going to work. I walked in there nearly to a point I needed a wheelchair. I had it put in and I walked out of there with no pain. Just, just gave me my life back. Jimmy from Boston Scientific sat down with me. Any questions? He had no time frame. He sat there with me until I understood it completely. I don't have any pain at all. 
Spinal cord stimulation is just one of the tools in Dr. Nelson's toolbox. And Jean is just one of hundreds of patients who are suffering from chronic pain after injuries, surgeries, or just plain wear and tear that Dr. Dan has helped with Boston Scientific's leading-edge technology. Relieving or eliminating chronic pain is Dr. Dan Nelson's specialty, and spinal cord stimulation is just one of his tools. Find out what he can do for you. Make an appointment today by calling 425-823-4000. That's 425-823-4000, or check out ProOrtho.com. Welcome back to Conquering Your Pain. If you are suffering from chronic pain, find out what you can do about it right now. The lines are open for your call to Dr. Dan Nelson, 1-800-465-8770. That's 1-800-465-8770. And we are back. Jerry Berg sitting in with Dr. Dan Nelson, of course, from ProOrtho in Kirkland as we do every Saturday morning here. And glad to have you on board. If you're a new listener to the program, if you have somebody in your family, a friend or a relative who, or yourself, have been suffering from chronic pain, uh, have given up on medical treatments, um, they just haven't worked for you, and you're at the end of your rope, this is a program that's specifically designed for you. Uh, want to get you off of opioids if you're on them and find a different solution. Uh, Dr. Dan has a huge toolbox with all kinds of opportunities to solve your problem, uh, not just a one-size-fits-all thing. And at the top of the list, uh, at after trying everything else, <laughs> uh, or if, if the need is to go straight to it, stem cell ther- therapy is the answer to the question. If it is, you get the real stem cell therapy uh, from a real doctor, um, not like these chiropractic clinics that are advertising all over the place and uh, with some real results that uh, can be documented. So uh, give us a call at 1-800-465-8770. Well, doctor, we were going to get into um, my appointment, but first we want to talk to Diane because she got here and we want to take care of that. Okay, so Diane, uh, welcome to the program. And what can doctor do for you this afternoon or this morning? Hello? Hello. You're on the air. Yeah, I have a question about the prescription monitoring program in Washington State. Is that not, in fact, a um, violation of a patient's HIPAA rights? Yeah, wow. That's a great question. Um, and, you know, um, uh, my, my phone is going out. Um, also, can I ask another question and then hang up so I can hear you? I was recently um, in a dental office, and a receptionist had snooped into my prescription history and reported it to the doctor, and they withdrew the prescription because I had dental surgery two months prior to that and had a narcotic pain medication. So I just wondered what your thoughts are on that, and I'll hang up to listen. Thank you. Okay. Great. All right. No, that's a good call. Uh, so the prescription monitoring program was instituted, I think, about five years ago. And what what that was is so doc, prescribing doctors could basically go to a database and say, you know, this patient's in my office, and it could be a new patient or it could be a doctor in the emergency room, and um, the patient may be asking for a prescription for pain medication, and they don't, and the doctor doesn't really 
have any information. Is this uh, patient doing the so-called, uh, quote, doctor shopping, unquote, where they, they're going around to get different pain medications? I mean, I don't want to get into the opioid crisis. We know that, uh, you know, that's a big problem, right? And there. last year, 2017, I believe, there's uh, well over 700 deaths in Washington State alone that were opioid-related, opioid-related overdoses, basically, um, and not to mention all emergency room emissions. And uh, so... There is this balance between privacy and the public welfare, public good. So, you know, what we, what the medical community and the state of Washington and across the country, I might add, came up with this prescription monitoring program where we said, look, we need to know who's getting these uh, controlled substances prescriptions so that patients, uh, if, if somebody shows up my office, we don't really prescribe as a matter of course, but um, if a patient shows up, we need to have some information about whether it's actually appropriate to prescribe. If the patient's received, uh, you know, eight or nine prescriptions in the last month or two from different doctors, that's, <laughs> we need to know, that's a really good thing for us to know. And we would say, obviously, in the face of that information, no, we won't prescribe to you. And the ER docs, and my brother in Spokane is, a, is an emergency room physician. It's a big problem. The the uh, the opioid problem is, is a huge one. So is it invasion of privacy? Yes. Um, is it for the better of the public welfare and public good? Yes. So I think it's, um, you know, it's a great question. Um, I, I forget what the other... <laughs> The second part of the question was uh, if somebody can, with, I think it was uh, prescription with, withdrawn based on information about a previous prescription. I think that um, was something that's like kind of, that, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, that's kind of at the doctor's discretion, you know, and, um, you know, I just, uh, it's a kind of a tough call. I, uh, I would say, you know, the doctor has to make kind of a judgment call on the spot whether he, want, he or she wants to prescribe uh, an opioid or other controlled substances uh, based on information that he or she is sitting. Now, that's uh, you know, HIPAA means that your the Health Insurance Portability Protection Act or whatever it's I can't remember the exact uh, what the acronym stands for, but it's to pr- protect privacy. Yeah. Um, so people in the office, our people that are our me- our medical assistants can access the PDMP or the the uh, the website that tells us who's been, but there it's very strict about who what we can do with that information so we we can't you know those they have to be basically cleared to be able they have to be vetted to be able to access that it's we 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 are very respectful of that information we don't share it with anybody outside the office uh, or actually anybody who had it's only shared with the people directly responsible for patient care so, so doctor I have a um, question for you so this is obviously, uh-huh. to, in my small mind, a violation of HIPAA. Uh, but I can understand for the greater good to put a stop to this, people running in and running here and there and getting prescriptions. But is this something that, uh, you know, the insurance companies would have access to uh, if they wanted to? Uh, oh, it's a great question. It's a great question, Jerry. And I would, I would say I certainly hope not, but in fact they do. And the, the insurance companies have they have more information on you that you you I think you would be shocked at how much information they have you and they have information me as a doctor they know they know kind of know what I tend to do um, so they they have their information I don't think that's a good thing but it is it's um, 
it's kind of this necessary evil that we have about sharing medical information. If you show up and you're unconscious at a uh, at an emergency room, and we uh, we're trying to save your life, or I'm saying that the ER doctors are trying to save your life. It's it's good that they have some access to medical information. Would you? I think most people would agree with that. Yeah. So there is this balance between you know. Um, you know, sharing medical information, but respecting uh, individual privacy, and it's it's we're you know it's not a perfect system, but um, you know that's kind of it, it, it is a it's kind of thing ongoing uh, struggle, I would say. It would seem to me that this uh, this was passed or made into uh, you know put it into operation by a feel good thing that uh, yeah this is something we really need without any stop gaps or penalties in there for people, a certain list of people who have should be denied access and under penalty of law and really stiff fines uh, if they do access that uh, in any way. So be, because it can reflect on your insurance company co- coverage and stuff and with innocent drugs that, that have nothing to do with opioids. Right, Yeah. right. And, I, you know, every once in a while I'll get a letter from an insurance company saying, you know, we just noticed this patient's been prescribe this and they of course if they're paying for the medication of course they're going to have that information right um so it's a little bit of a it's a little bit of a big brother thing and um you know so some some bureaucrat at the insurance company is sending out this letter to me uh, and i'm you know 99 percent of the time i'm sure there's this person has no medical training but they're kind of questioning a you know, my judgment. So, you know, I t- obviously I take umbrage with that. I kind of get it. You know, they're they're trying to cover themselves to a certain extent because they don't want to be complicit in uh, <clears throat> fueling uh, the opioid crisis any further than it's than, uh, than it's already happened. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So, um, you know, this is this I, we could dedicate a whole hour or two, Jerry, on this this whole yeah. thing with HIPAA and the opioid crisis. Yeah. Um, but uh yeah it's fascinating and uh you know it's a, it's an, a worth an ongoing uh discussion we, we probably should touch on this every once in a while so yeah good call okay well let's uh let's go to a break real quickly here and then come back to our callers in the order received we've got richard uh up first roland's coming up next and uh, not sure we've got somebody else on hold we'll get to that one too when we come back with more of conquering your pain and we do have a, a caller coming in wants to talk about Superion, which is something that I wanted to talk about, too. So find out what you have in store for me. We'll be right back. Are you struggling with ongoing pain that just won't go away? Get answers now. Call and talk with Dr. Dan Nelson. The lines are open at 1-800-465-8770. That's 1-800-465-8770. When considering stem cell therapy, it only makes sense to consider the only doctor with over 30 years of legitimate experience in pain management that deals with stem cell therapy. And that's Dr. Dan Nelson with ProOrtho. Listen to what a satisfied patient had to say. The soft tissue was torn in my hip socket, and so my hip was not staying in the socket, and it was coming out, and the inside of my thigh looked like it was shredded. Um, It was so inflamed and swollen, and what I saw in the x-rays, it looked like a war zone in there. I saw six doctors before I found Dr. Nelson. I could barely walk. I was in chronic pain for four years, and he's turned my life around. My hip is staying in alignment now, 
and the cartilage has been healed. I just wanted to tell Dr. Nelson's audience how successful my stem cell therapy has been. It's been so successful that I'm going to go back for more. So I'm really in very good shape, except to have a couple of discs now that um, I think I'm going to see if he can't make those just as good. You should consider stem cell therapy, but call someone with experience. Dr. Dan Nelson with ProOrtho in Kirkland, 425-823-4000, 425-823-4000. Sponsored in part by Boston Scientific, offering spinal cord stimulation therapy. This is conquering your pain. Dr. Dan Nelson has been in pain management medicine for over 30 years. The lines are open at 800-465-8770. That's 1-800-465-8770. And we're back. Time is limited in the program today, so we're going to have to go as quickly as we can. And uh, Doctor's not in the studio today. He's kind of healing himself from being under the weather, so we can't take any calls after the show, but you can send a question to Dr. Anytime. Send a text message question to 346-289-2968. Uh, that's 346-289-2968. And uh, Dan, uh, DJ in the control room in there, has that number jotted down, don't you? And he's going to be able to give it to you if we run out of time in the program. That is 425, excuse me, 346 346- uh, 289-2968. He's got that, I think. Good. We're ready for that. Okay, let's grab another call as we head to Richard on Mercer Island. First up in this segment, Richard, how can we help you? Yes, uh, Richard, uh, I'd like to ask the doctor uh, about uh, some kind of a procedure that he has called Superion or something like that. I don't quite have a spelling right, maybe. But uh, he had talked oh, about that before, superion. and I'd like to hear it again. Yeah, Superion. S- superion, right. Yeah. So that Superion is a device. It's, uh, it's technically a spinous process spacer device to help release spinal stenosis. So it's a very elegant, minimally invasive procedure to address lumbar spinal stenosis. Uh, stenos- uh, spinal stenosis just means narrowing of the spinal canal. And it can be central canal or it can be the canal where the nerves come out of the spine. Uh, but this device is, I believe, it, it is a game changer already. And I think I'm one of uh, six or seven people in Washington that have been trained on it. And, uh, in fact, we did about four cases yesterday. Uh, so uh, it's exciting because this is uh, the level one study that was done with this device, meaning the top level top evidence study uh, that you can get shows uh, approaching 85 to 90% patient satisfaction rate, which is almost unheard of in any kind of spine surgery uh, scenario. So um, what's your situation, if I might ask? Well, I I do have stenosis, and I do have an Uh MRI, and I'd probably uh, come and see you. But uh, I had not listened to uh, this uh, Superion thing. And I wanted to hear, you know, how it works. What it, so it's some, some, something that you insert it in uh, where the stenosis is, and it takes the pressure off the nerve. Is that the idea? Exactly. It's called indi- indirect decompression. It just changes the – it basically changes the geometry uh-huh. of the spinal segment involved. Uh, through a, The incision is literally about two centimeters. It's a, you know – 
about the, the incision is about as big as my thumb, I mean, width-wise, and uh, the procedure takes about half an hour, maybe 35, 40 minutes at most. Uh, it, you know, it depends how many levels. Sometimes we'll do two levels at the same time, uh, but it, it's uh, it's going to be a game-changer and has been for patients. So uh, in the Superior actually has a track record already in Europe. You know, they're often... Uh-huh. Ahead of us in these things, and uh, so now, great track record can... in Europe. So, t- go ahead. Sorry. Should this be used with uh, stem cells too? Well, yeah, no, it, it may be complementary because sometimes we're, with stem cells, if there's too much uh, stenosis going on, that that would be an impediment to stem cell therapy. So there uh-huh. may be cases where a patient might be a great candidate for stem cell, but they need to have the spinal stenosis fixed first. Does that make sense? So uh, this, this yeah. if anything, uh, and the same thing about spinal cord stimulation. If, if spinal cord stimulation, which we talk about in Boston Scientific being a sponsor of this program, um, sometimes the efficacy or the effectiveness diminishes if, we have, if we're dealing with uh, spinal stenosis. So if we can relieve that mechanically, then the spinal cord stimulation is going to work a lot better. And the same thing with stem cells. Stem cell will address the, the chronic inflammation from arthritis, but if there's too much mechanical uh, compression or load on the nerves, it, it, it's too much to ask for stem cells. Uh, yeah. But <clears throat> So this is, a, if anything, a complementary uh, uh, therapy too. Pardon me? How do you spell, How do you spell uh, it? Super or whatever it is. Superion, S-U-P-E-R-I-O-N. So if you look up okay. Superion, on the, if you Google that, or uh, the company, the parent company is called Vertiflex. So if you Google Vertiflex or Superion or both, yeah. you'll, you'll get That's, plenty uh, of information. Yeah, and you can, okay. you can, the yeah. actual, actual web address is Vertiflex, V-E-R-T-I-F-L-E-X, Spine. Dot com. Uh, there okay, you go. V-E-R-T-I flex. Yep. Okay, v- yeah, V is a victor. Yeah. yeah. Now, this, what happens if you have stenosis in more than one place? Uh, sometimes we have to do more than one level. So it's FDA approved to do two levels at, at once. Um, so, and it's covered by Medicare, by the way, uh, and other oh. insurance companies. Um, so this is... Um, yeah, it's it's pretty exciting. We're 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 just very. I'm personally very excited. I've been following this technology for oh at least two or three years now, and uh, now that it's readily available commercially, it's it's pretty exciting to yep. to have something. We really didn't have. We didn't really have. This is the tool that we we're missing for spinal stenosis for a lot of our patients. So uh, I'm okay. personally pretty excited about and it. And Richard, I'm excited about it too because. Um, uh, I've been having some back pain, and we started talking about this about three or four weeks ago, about four weeks ago. And um, I went in to have an MRI to determine uh, where my problems were, and uh, doctor found them. And uh, I started the first initial thing, which was to make sure that this was the source of my pain, because he found stenosis on two levels in my back. And uh, I had the initial treatment, and uh, which was some injections into the area to basically make it feel good for a while uh, and right. permanent fix. But it actually it helped me within hours and continues to help me and in ways that I hadn't even thought of because everything kind of happens with stenosis gradually, stenosis rather gradually. But uh, I'm on my way to uh, 
uh, following through on whatever doctor's orders might be, and maybe it's a Perion. We're not sure yet, but maybe he's sure. He hasn't told me. <laughs> Good. Right. That sounds like uh, just what the doctor ordered for me, too. I'll call it. Uh, I'll call you up, Dr. Yep. Dan. Yep, I wasn't going to let sounds the, good. Let, let somebody carve up my whole back to fix something, and this sounded something that was uh, like space age in you know work where they weren't going to do that, uh, and I like that idea. So contact the doctor's office at four two five eight two three four thousand four two five eight eight two three four thousand, and make yourself an appointment to get started. I uh, don't have to do anything, uh, but you need to. You need to find out exactly what where the problem is, what it is, what level, and then he can come up with a solution for you. Okay? Okay. Thanks a lot for your time today. You bet. And we're going to slide in, grab another call here. Roland in Seattle, we're going to get to you. And uh, Jane, probably not. So uh, we're going to put you on hold. And uh, DJ will pick up the phone and give you a doctor's uh, text uh, message uh, number and also you can call the office and make an appointment if you should you want to too but Roland in Seattle you're on the air with the Dr. Nelson Roland hello hello you're on yeah. the air you're listening on delay you okay. need to shut your radio off I don't have a radio I'm on my cell phone now okay great well uh, come with us uh, there please. you go yeah okay great I was just wondering if the doctor could help me. Uh, I had a heart operation about a year and a half ago. And after my operation, everything went fine except for my right hand being tingly, and it still is tingly. I don't have the same sense of touch on my right hand as I had on my left hand. Mm, And I went... And they say it might be a nerve being damaged or whatever, but could grow out of it. But it's been almost over, I mean, it's over a year now. So, Doctor, I'm going to butt in here real quickly. Is it possible that he could have had a stroke or something during this surgery that caused that? Yeah, it's possible. But it also could have been just uh, open-heart surgery, the, the stretch on the brachial plexus, which is the bundle of nerves coming out of the spine into the arms. Could have been a, a stretch injury. Uh, that would be something that we uh, would have to investigate with a nerve conduction study and maybe even an MRI. Yeah. So, Roland, how long ago was your surgery? About a year ago? I had it in um, 2017, October. Yeah, okay. Yeah. All right, we're going to have to go. Yeah, you can that, follow up with the doctor at his office at 425-823-4000 because we are clean out of time. Heading for St. Patrick's Day, the first day of spring. Tomorrow's St. Patrick's Day. First day of spring is on Wednesday. So spring is about to sprung, doctor. We're going to go play some golf, yes. maybe, huh? That sounds good. Yeah, okay. absolutely. In the meantime, folks, God bless you. Happy and St. Patrick's Day. God bless America. Okay, doctor. See you next week. You've been listening to Conquering Your Pain with Dr. Dan Nelson from ProOrtho in Kirkland. If you would like to make an appointment with Dr. Nelson at ProOrtho, simply call 425-823-4000. That's 425-823-4000. Be sure to join us again next week here on AM770 KTTH at 11.